Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Story is always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're talking uh, week 12 in the NFL. This is part two of our episode. So if you haven't listened to the other six games we talked about, go check out Monday's episode. This one, we're going to start with Dolphins, Jets, Dolphins win. 20 to three, pretty predictable on this one. Dolphins go seven and four. Jets are now 0 and 11. So Ryan Fitzpatrick got the start for the injured uh, Tua today. And he, he was, you know, solid. He, he played like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I thought would. 257, two touchdowns. And so actually in one of my um, leagues, I actually started both Devontae Parker and Mike Gusecki just thinking Ryan Fitzpatrick would be better for them. And I think he was. Gusecki only had the two catches, but he, one of them was a touchdown, thank God. But Parker, eight for 119. Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick is such a better quarterback for Devontae Parker. It's not even close. But that's not going to happen. If two is healthy next week, two is in. That's what it's going to be. So Parker will go back to probably more limited work. So I guess the story of this one is the running game. So you had no um, no Salvin Ahmad this week again. Still no Gaskin. None of these other guys. And Matt Breida still cannot get the workload still this time it goes to deandre washington who they just picked up so i don't i don't, I don't understand <laughs> it either because <laughs> i feel bad for the guy uh because even in in a couple of them i needed people to fill in and you start hearing about these injuries or, or covid cases right like benny snell is, is yeah. all of a sudden going to be the right. starter brita is going to be the starter you know pick a few of those up throw them into your lineup but Matt Breida, i mean it he didn't look that bad either. I mean, eight for 36, you know, 4.5 yards per carry. He had one for a 12-yard gain. Um, but he still got outpaced by DeAndre Washington. He was uh, 13 carries, so five more carries. He turned it into 49 yards, so also decent. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know why the, the deal is and that one. And even more so is like you think, okay, well, maybe he gets a, a bigger chunk of the receiving game. But, no, they both got two catches apiece, turned it into, you know, about 15 yards yeah. each, whatever it may be. Yeah, nope. it just um, – Never got a shot this year. No, and it, it's crazy, too, with, with Gaskin kind of having that stranglehold over it. You think that it would be wide open for the taking, but they decided to go to the, yep. you know, the two-headed, <laughs> two-headed beast of Washington. <laughs> I don't know. It was a kind of a shocking one. It kind of shows you that they have no plans for Brita whatsoever. No, not really. They just don't. Uh, for the Jets, um, ugly. Uh, Darnold was not good. Threw for 197 and two picks. Frank Gore, I guess, at 86 total yards. He's still just – he. I don't think he's he's been just as good as he is right now for the last how many years now? Ten years. He just is the same guy. It's, it's crazy what he just continues to do. Uh Rashad Perriman got four for 79 and Mims was four for 67. Crowder, three for 31. Just a not, not a good team. No, I, I never thought I'd get to the point where I would be uh, wishing that I could watch Flacco play. God. Sam Darnold, you know, just, bless his heart, but man, he is, uh, he is just not getting it done. Nope. All right, how about Browns and Jaguars? Browns win 27-25. We pull this one off to go to eight and three now in the year. You know, not, not bad there. Baker threw for 258, two touchdowns. He he's just been he's been solid enough. You know, he obviously he's not uh, he's not a, I don't think he's a great quarterback, but he's been good enough, and he, he's getting them to win. So hey, there's that. 
Nick Chubb, 19 carries, 144 yards and a touchdown. Big week for him. Hunt, 10 for 62. Along with him and Henry, I, I feel like are yeah. Obviously, no one really stacks up to Henry, but they're similar backs, and I feel like they're coming on at the at the same time, and their teams are very much designed the same way, which is kind of hilarious without OBJ now because it, it truly is. You're a run-first team. You have a very uh, aggressive running back, very physically dominant, and then your quarterback doesn't have to be the playmaker. He just has to be accurate and and you know implement himself when he can after after the defense is encroaching a little too much, and finally Jarvis Landry was on the receiving end of this, which we've been waiting for forever. He has been having a very disappointing year in my mind, and today eleven targets, eight catches for 143 yards and a touchdown. The long was only 27, so they were just you know he was getting open, but it was not down the field. So it's very interesting to see if he can keep that going. I'm a little hesitant because it's so run heavy. Um, I guess my only question for you is, is this, I believe this is two games in a row now that Kareem Hunt has been you know, the, the lesser of two options, right? Yep. For a long time, he was definitely tandem or he would get a little more in the, in the passing game. 10 carries for 62 yards, but uh, two targets for no catches. How, where are you landing on Hunt moving, moving forward? I think he's still a flex play. I think he's still gonna be. He's gonna get enough work. Where I don't. I don't know how many better options you can have than Kareem Hunt right now. Maybe you do though. You know, it's always possible teams do, but I think uh, Kareem Hunt's still like a flex play for you. And he's good. It's a good enough run offense, and he's good enough where some of these weeks he'll get that touchdown or so, and you know, and very easily turns into a good week. So I, he's still good flex play. How about uh, so Jacksonville here, Mike Glennon. 235 and two touchdowns, not, not terrible. But the story against James Robinson, he is the only running back that gets carries. I mean, Chenault had one, so he got a wide receiver they got to carry, and Glennon then two. No other backs get a carry in this offense. It's unreal. Uh, 22 carries, 128 yards of touchdown. He caught five balls for 31. Just keeps doing it. It's it's just it does. the workload's crazy. <laughs> He might be the – he is one of the very few players that I think week in, week out, I don't have a bad thing to say about him, I mean, which is mind-blowing. I mean, I would 100% trade Zeke for James Robinson now, but the James Robinson owner would never do that. But the <laughs> trades are not happening anymore. But they wouldn't do that deal. Like, God, if I just would have listened to myself and my own advice in this podcast, I probably would be in the playoffs right now. If I would have just gotten – yeah, I would, I would be. I'd be in the playoffs right now if I would have got James Robinson. And if Mike McCarthy wasn't a moron, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that, that too. But just um, keeps doing it. The receivers for Jacksonville led by Colin Johnson, the rookie at four for 96 in the touchdown. So not much else there between Cole and Chanel and the rest of them. So next up, Saints, Broncos. Saints win 31 to three, very predictably, as the Broncos did not have a quarterback for this one. Um, that was a quite ugly on the offensive side. So Taysom Hill gets another start for the Saints. Passing-wise, he didn't do much of anything. 9 of 16, 78 yards, no touchdown through a pick, but he ran two of them in. And Latavius Murray, 19 for 124 in two touchdowns. Big game for Latavius Murray. As Alvin Kamara, here we go. Now the worry sets in. 11 is 54. Is the panic real? Because yeah, so we had we brought this yes, up after yes. one game. This was is what, the panic real now. So what happened? And now I think it is because eleven for fifty four. That part is normal. I'm not worried by that. 
I'm worried that they had four rushing touchdowns and none of them go to Kamara. Those two touchdowns for Hill, a lot of days, one of those goes to Kamara at least, right? Um, Murray's still going to get his, I think, but this was a little more. So they get four rushing touchdowns. Alvin Kamara doesn't get any of them. But the big key is one catch for negative two yards. Now I'm officially worried because the receptions are not there. And Taysom Hill, it just like screams Tim, Tim Tebow to me. That's what this is. It's Tim Tebow. It's 100% what he is. I, even with that, I can understand how it would kill everyone else's value. Yeah. I'm, I'm still shocked that you only target Alvin Kamara out of the backfield twice. When you have a guy that probably is not making the reads and probably not throwing it down the field as well as other NFL quarterbacks, that would be too expected. But not to dump it off to Evan Kamara, which is the easiest thing to do to get free yards. I am that is what it completely shocking to me. And yeah, I mean, you know, Taysom Hill, even though he had he ran into and they got the big win once again they did against denver who was without a quarterback they, they had their own problems today right we knew that they didn't have to make a big one he didn't play all that well in my opinion i mean he, he turned the ball over a couple of times he turns them into a very one-dimensional team is this a place where you could see Jameis winston come in or do you think that's not going to be no i, I think they're going to keep going because this i mean i don't know maybe this game isn't the judge of it because the broncos just weren't going to do anything and so they didn't have to but I think this is what they want. Taysom Hill is going to be their guy. And it's a weird, it's weird, but they're going to do it this way. But I'm worried for Kamara and I'm worried for Michael Thomas too, even Michael Thomas, 450. They, I mean, well, if they can, let's be honest. I think we're worried for, for yeah. him for a while. <laughs> well, if they can run the ball 44 times, that's what they're and They're going to and win like this. They're just going to do that. So I guess you just need Drew Brees to be healthy. That's what you need, but it's not going to happen in time probably. So yeah, we, it's, you know, so for the Broncos, I don't even nothing about this game can really you can't get anything off this. Kendall Hinton, who was a practice squad wide receiver who played some quarterback in college, gets to play quarterback this game and he goes one for nine <laughs> for 13 yards and two picks. Um that's a brutal step. I mean, they played I feel for, I feel for the guy. The, There's no reason that no, he should have well, been under that kind of they, pressure. They had Philip Lindsay taking snaps, they had Royce Freeman taking snaps. It just you can't get anything off of this thing. No. I mean, you, just you know they're going to run it. I mean, yeah. it, like no one's going to be able to run against this. Like you know, yeah, they can't. Uh, it was, they were set up to to fail. I mean, this one is just unfortunate. It's kind of a free win yeah. for for the Saints. Our Forty ers beat the Rams 23-20. Nick Mullins threw for two fifty two, no touchdowns and a pick, so not much going there. Raheem Mostert came back in this one, but it was sixteen carries for forty three to get a touchdown. Jeff Wilson Jr. 12 carries, 43 yards, and McKinnon had three carries. So here comes the backfield of everybody's there again, and you don't really know what's going to happen. I think Mostert's still the guy, but it's not quite the same, though, right? This running attack isn't quite the same as what we had at one point. So No, it's not the same, but I do I do feel pretty confident that Mostert will be the yeah. guy. So I feel confident in playing yeah. him if you do have him. I don't think that there's any doubt in that, and he right. got the touchdown. Um, so yeah, if you have Mostert, you play him. I think every other uh, every other running back, it's not a situation where you can really play them. No. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess around with that at all. Debo Samuel, very interesting yeah. day for him. How are you feeling about him? He's a very exciting young player that uh, we had a lot of hopes for, and then obviously all the injuries occurred on this team with the quarterback and him. But he had eleven you know catches for 133 yards. What are you feeling about him? Thirteen targets. 
eclipsed everyone else, right? The next highest was Jordan Reed at, at six targets. So uh, how are you feeling about Debo? Big time talent yeah. in a very hurt team. Would you think about playing? I mean, I just, he's by far their best receiver. So I feel pretty good about him. Actually, Nick Mullins is looking for him. I feel pretty confident in how we can play. And the Rams are a good team to go against and do that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw Samuel in my lineup. I, would, I feel pretty confident in that one. I, I agree. No matter who was behind center, it always felt like their number one wide receiver, they found a way to give him the ball. It's the same thing with Brené Ook, right? So yeah. he was in there. He was very productive. He was a, a rookie. He played with, you know, the second string quarterback. So I, I especially if he's out again, I think Devo would be a legitimate start. Uh, for the Rams, Goff did not have much going in this one. 198 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Robert Woods caught seven for 80, cup two for 41. Not really anything else there. Uh, for the running game, Akers leads the way with 84 yards, but most of it off a 61-yarder. And then he got a touchdown right after that. Henderson, 10 of 19, and Malcolm Brown pretty much non-existent, three for four. Maybe, if anything, this will get – maybe they'll look at Akers a little more next week. That maybe, maybe that's the only thing we get out of this, but it doesn't feel like they're going that way. But maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. I agree. I'll agree with you, maybe, yeah, but maybe. I don't, I don't think. I think it's very late in the year to hop back on the Cam Akers right. train. We'll see. All right. Chiefs beat the Buccaneers 27 24. Bucks came back in this one and made it interesting because early on it was Mahomes to Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards in the first quarter, which was insane. So he ended up with 13 catches for 269 yards and three touchdowns. It could have been more, honestly. It was early on he did that. Uh, Mahomes, 37 for 49 for 462 and three touchdowns. But Tyreek Hill, man, that was – they could not defend him at all. And that was a ridiculous game there. Kelsey is 8 for 82. The ground – game didn't really get much going 11 for 37 for Edwards Lair and Bell five carries 22 yards but it was Mahomes to Hill that was I mean I kind of was hoping for more honestly after there was 200 yards in the first quarter I was thinking man we're gonna get 300 400 that would have been well, nice I mean to, there's but, no reason not to think uh, that I mean talk about especially in a game where it only ended up 27 to 24 right they, they could have kept very, going yeah they very well could have so if yeah. he would have ended up with 304 touchdowns I right. Wouldn't have been shocked after that first quarter. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, beyond impressive. I, I don't. Every time these guys really turn it on, you're always kind of like, who in the world can run with these guys? Who who is going to be able to beat them? Be They're tough. ten and one. They, I mean, this game was closer than it probably should have been. But I don't know. Did did you feel better that Tampa Bay hung in there after that first quarter? A little bit for Tampa. At least they, the offense was able to come back and not just fall apart like they did against the Saints, where they just just packed it in and nothing could happen. I mean, they're they're seven and five now, but they'll be a playoff team, obviously in the NFC. And I think they should be. I mean, NFC, not really that worried. I mean, they could be one of the top teams there. They're, the teams aren't just that impressive to me in the NFC right now. Um, it's the AFC that has the Steelers and the Chiefs that are a little, you know lot tougher so yeah. i think the bucks have a good shot yet to go here and brady so, you know he's been he looks like he looks pretty decent yet i'd say he's yeah still I, a couple picks though i don't like but yeah yeah yeah. i think he hasn't been as precise as he was you know in new england but yeah. i think that's that's to be expected but now's the time i feel like we have to play this every week uh but this is the carousel of amazing talent that he has 
who do you actually feel is a, a guaranteed starter and who is not? Because Rob Gronkowski, once again, had a good game. Six catches for 160 yards. Yep. Chris Godwin, eight for 97. Mike Evans, only three for 50, but had two touchdowns. Uh, Ronald Jones caught a you know a touchdown. That doesn't really matter. Just wanted to tell you. And then Antonio yeah. Brown, the other very talented wide receiver, only two for 11 with three targets. What are you feeling about that? Who can you start? Would you start them all and just say, you know, let well, sort it out? So, I mean, Gronk, if you have Gronk, you're starting Gronk. He's really, he's come on a little bit here, but at tight end, you're, you're starting Gronk. I still feel most confident. I feel safest in Godwin. I have felt that way. And I just feel like Godwin's still going to get his. And maybe the touchdowns won't be there as much, but I think he's going to be safer. Evans is just going to be this. He's going to get a good game, but it's going to be because of touchdowns. So I think you still play Evans, though, too. You play Evans. Brown, I think I put Brown on my bench. Um, but Evans, I'm playing Evans and Godwin and Gronk. I'm playing all three of those guys. Um, and just hoping for the best with Evans. But I'm playing all three of them. So how about one last game? We'll talk about Bears-Packers here. Bears-Packers. Packers win 41-25. Aaron Rodgers continues to look great this year. 21 for 29, 211, four touchdowns. Threw him to four different receivers. Robert Tanyan, Tanyan, whatever you want to call him, five for 67, a touchdown. <laughs> Devontae Adams, six for 61, a touchdown. Alan Lazard caught a touchdown, and Mercedes Lewis caught a touchdown. So he's spreading the ball around there. And then there, Aaron Jones, 17 carries, 90 yards. Jamal Williams, 17 carries, 73 yards, a touchdown. That's more of the old school Jones and Williams thing from a couple years ago, right? A little bit of a split there. But Packers are rolling to 8-3 now. Yeah, looking great. And – this, I felt like this game got out of hand and it looks a little closer than, than what it started off to be because Aaron Rodgers started off incredibly hot. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky looked really, really bad in the beginning and then he kind of saved it. So he did end up with 242 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Uh, you know, I feel like he kind of came on at the end with Allen Robinson being the biggest uh, contributor to that eight catches, 74 yards and two touchdowns. David Montgomery had himself a game though. He, he, he looked, he looked good. I mean, 11 carries for 103 yards. One carry was for 57, did not get a touchdown, but he also uh, was in the passing game, five catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. So other than that, there's not a whole lot to be said, but in the kind of in the second half, uh, those are the guys that, that came to play and they made it a little bit closer, 25 to 41, but this one was done pretty quickly to be yep. quite honest because you know Chicago had to put 15 points on the board in the fourth <laughs> yeah um Trubisky had a chance to win his job back but that's not going to happen this game wasn't good enough for that so uh, it'll be Robbie Foles again so all right that'll do it though for the week 12 recap we'll be back tomorrow we'll have the mailbag for you so if you have some questions as we head into the final week of the fantasy football regular season get those in to us go to Instagram dot com slash fantasy football profit that's probably the best place to get them in we'll try to help you out as you try to get a playoff spot here with only one week to go talk to you guys next time